Monday, December 31st edition of Between the Horns, everybody. Miles Simmons here to take you through the LA Rams week 17, 48 to 32 victory over the San Francisco 49ers. And with that win, the Rams finished the regular season 13 and three and clinched a first round bye. So let's talk about how the Rams got that done. And we'll begin in the first quarter where our LA ended San Francisco's first three drives with takeaways. That first takeaway came courtesy of linebacker Mark Barron and cornerback Akib Tlaib. Nick Mullins under center. He turns, he gives. To the fullback, he's stuffed. Trying to bounce it right side. He fumbles. Akeem Tlaib scoops at midfield with the caravan of blockers. Down the left sideline. Tlaib to the 10. Spun down at the 7. That's J.B. Long on the call for ESPN LA. That Tlaib recovery set up a two-yard touchdown from quarterback Jared Goff to wide receiver Brandon Cooks, which gave LA an early 7-0 lead. Then, Corey Littleton got his first of two picks on the afternoon, to halt the Niners' second drive. Mullins with the pocket crumbling, has his arm hit. It's intercepted right side, 35. Corey Littleton weaving back to the outside, inside the 15, still on his feet at the 10, shoved out for the second drive in a row. The Rams will begin from inside the 10-yard line. Running back C.J. Anderson helped the Rams capitalize on that turnover, running it in from just a yard out a couple plays after the pick. And then the third takeaway happened, though this time it actually happened when the Niners were able to get into the red zone. Mullins has a shotgun snap, retreats to throw, pressure in his face, hit, goal line toss, tipped up, intercepted. Blake Countess in the end zone, tackled for a touchback. Aaron Donald puncturing the pocket to force the throw early from Nick Mullins, a wobbly ball to the goal line, tipped and intercepted by Countess. San Francisco got a field goal late in the first quarter, but early in the second quarter, punter Johnny Hecker was able to pin the Niners deep in their own territory territory with a punt that bounced and then really died at the six-yard line. That set up Corey Littleton to do this on third and four from the San Francisco 12. Nick Mullins is set up empty. Four-man rush from the Rams. He throws. It's picked. Middle of the field. Corey Littleton. Left side 10. Five. Touchdown LA. Corey Littleton with his second interception of the game. This one he takes back for six. The Rams would get another touchdown on an 18-yard screen pass from Goff to Cooks, which gave Brandon Cooks five touchdown receptions on the season. Cooks would actually also finish with a career-high 1,204 yards receiving. So Los Angeles added a field goal as time expired in the first half to take a 31-10 lead into halftime, and then LA got the ball back in the second half on the first drive and did not waste much time getting down the field with this as just the fifth play of that possession. First drive of the half, another play fake, straight back drop, Goff launches, end zone, right side, caught! Touchdown LA! Going to the ground, right side to bring it in. Josh Reynolds has his fourth of 2018. San Francisco got back on the board with an Alfred Morris touchdown, but LA essentially removed all doubt with another 75-yard drive. That ended once again with a golf strike to Josh Reynolds. Third and goal, three-minute mark. Goff takes a snap. He play fakes. He boots out to his left. Couple of targets. He chooses the back left pylon. It's caught for a touchdown by Josh Reynolds. Touchdown, LA! That put the Rams up 45-17, to and at that point, head coach Sean McVay began removing starters and inserting reserves. Greg Zerline would kick a 51-yard field goal to give the Rams a 48-17 lead. So while San Francisco scored a couple more touchdowns to make that final score, 
score 48 to 32. It really was never that close. Here's what head coach Sean McVay had to say to open his press conference after the game. You can see I thought we came out great from the start defensively. Can't say enough about just them getting a bunch of turnovers, especially early on in the game, allowing us to get control of it. Thought Jared had a great command and poise, and C.J. Anderson, you know, did another outstanding job. Efficient runs, leveling things off. Um, you know, defensively, Corey Littleton with a couple picks. You know, he felt Aaron's presence again. So, uh, keep the lead, gets his hand in it, gets us. You know, really helps us get on the board for that first start, for that first uh, touchdown of the day. But it was a good team win. Great to be able to get that by and get ourselves as healthy as possible. Now, when it comes to injuries, there was kind of a scary moment in the second quarter when left tackle Andrew Whitworth had to come out of the game. He went down in a heap after blocking on the left side for Robert Wood's screen that actually went for a first down. Whitworth was able to walk off the field under his own power, but he was clearly laboring. After being examined for a little bit on the sideline, he went back up into the tunnel into the locker room for more tests. And while he didn't return to the game, head coach Sean McVay seemed fairly optimistic about the outlook for Whitworth going forward. From an injury standpoint, uh, Whitworth had a little bit of bang. He, I think he knocked knees with somebody else. So uh, we're hoping that that's really that's all that that's going to be. And we'll get him back and, and ready to go. And then Blake Countess is in the concussion protocol. And we'll have some more updates uh, tomorrow. As Sean McVay said there, it is worth noting that safety Blake Countess left the game and is now in concussion protocol. Countess was actually filling in for the injured LaMarcus Joyner, who was inactive on Sunday. And speaking of inactive players, running back Todd Gurley missed his second game in a row to a minor knee injury. But C.J. Anderson was terrific again in Gurley's stead this week, taking 23 carries for 132 yards with the touchdown. This, again, is from someone who was just signed off the street really last Tuesday. It's been a remarkable run for Anderson, who now has 299 yards rushing in the last two games. Here is what he and Sean McVay had to say about what's leading to that success. Take credit in a lot of things that, that I do. A lot of good teammates. You know, Jared, Todd, um, Sully, Witt, Ron. I mean, just everybody, really. Everybody has been, um, even Coach McVay, Coach Skip, everybody has been doing a really good job hands-on. Um, you know, coming in early in the morning, those things help. And then uh, just try to be a pro, trying to be the ultimate pro. Well, I think it's a credit to him, his preparation. Obviously, there's 10 other guys that are doing a great job enabling him to be able to have that success. Uh, but Skip Pete's done a phenomenal job with him. And, and I just think he's got a great feel for the game. You know, I, he's one of the players that when you meet him, uh, so cerebral, so smart, and he's got a great feel for the game. You know, you can just see, you know, there's a couple runs where it's real tight, and he's just got a feel for maybe the backside over pursuing. He sticks his foot in the ground on a wide zone, and he's making some cuts in the backside A and B gaps, and he's just kind of got a natural feel for how to work edges on people too, Miles. So uh, really efficient, really good football player, and I'm sure glad he's with us, and he's done an outstanding job these last couple weeks, and, and he's been a big-time contributor to these two wins. I think we also have definitely seen quarterback Jared Goff write this ship offensively over the last couple of weeks. Sunday, he finished 15 of 26 passing for 199 yards with four touchdowns and a passer rating just above 120. He says he's feeling good heading into the postseason. Oh, sure, yeah. No, I feel good. Yeah, I feel great. Um, you know, again, for me, it's about wins and coming off two wins and playing well and, and being happy with how I played is, is um, good, and I feel good. Then there's defensive tackle Aaron Donald, who extended his franchise sack record by taking down 49ers QB Nick Mullins once on Sunday. And even though Donald wasn't able to set the single-season sack record, there really is something to be said about reaching 20-and-a-half sacks from an interior lineman spot. But was there any disappointment from Donald about not breaking Hall of Famer Michael Strahan's overall league record? I wasn't... 
working to chase it. I was just I was going out there to play. Like I said, if it happened, it happened. If it didn't, it didn't. I was just you know trying to make as many plays as I can and affect the game and trying to you know, come away with a win. And we did that. So. Now the Rams will have a bye week to get themselves right before hosting the highest remaining seed in the NFC on Saturday, January 12th at 5:15 Pacific at the LA Coliseum. We obviously won't know who the Rams will play until next week, but as of now, there are three possibilities: the Bears as the three seed, the Cowboys as the four seed, or the Seahawks as the five seed. But no matter who comes in for that primetime matchup at the Coliseum, the Rams are going to be a team that has the benefit of playoff experience. Here's what Sean McVay had to say about that. I think we've had that experience and you, you, you always use that as a chance to learn from it. I think we're better positioned just based on getting a chance to get some rest now and uh, maybe get ahead with the preparation. But we've got to come out, be ready to go whenever our game is going to be in the divisional round. And, um, you know, not sure who it's going to be that we play, but but obviously it's going to give us a chance to get healthy, number one. And, and we always use those experiences, whether it's regular seasons, uh, playoff games, you know, to be able to try to get better. And I think with some of our young players, specifically at the key spots, um, a lot of the games that we played, and not only this year but last year and even going back to the playoff atmosphere against Atlanta will serve us well and and say you know we've been in this type of setting there's nothing quite like the playoffs but I think that Atlanta game will serve us well as we move forward as a team and that will do it for this Monday December 31st edition of Between the Horns Miles Simmons here saying thanks so much for listening we will have complete coverage of the LA Rams as they go through their bye week on the Rams.com and on the Rams mobile app have a very happy new year everybody